0: Welcome to Grills and Hills with your hosts, Trissy Lynn and Rebecca Skye. Each week, we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. Hi, this is Rebecca Skye and I'm Tracy Lynn. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grills, Grills and
1: Heels. This is a place where we talk about raw, edgy and straight up real topics. Okay, so on this episode, we're going to cover things that deals with relationships. I love relationships. Um, And most of our stuff probably be about relationships. Who knows? We just want to talk about Whatever's on our mind.
0: Yeah, I, I some things came across to my mind as we were thinking about topics for this week. Um, I started thinking about the like insecurities in a relationship, security in a relationship, and really that just kind of boils down to your overall baggage. So let's 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 look, open our bags today. <laughs> we're gonna open our bags. We're gonna search through them and we're gonna see what the hell is wrong with us. She is moving her arms like she's really. So- I'm searching in my bag. <laughs> like the kiddos <laughs> say, in my bag. You are in your bag. I'm in my bag. But think about it, right? We always talk about like shit that's gone awry and our past relationships, our divorces. We've talked about shitty folks in Dayton, in Atlanta. We talked about all of this. But one thing that really stuck to me as I was driving over here is... When you go through a hurtful situation, you can actually get over the pain, but there's always some residual stuff that th- that's there. Look at it like a scar. Think about it. If you get stabbed or shot or just skin your knee, right? So if you get shot, stabbed, whatever, you get some type of painful something happens to you and the skin breaks. You'll heal up completely, but sometimes if you got cut or hit or hurt bad enough, it leaves a residual scar. Yeah. Something that shows you that there was some type of pain that was there. So now every time you look at it, you feel it? You feel it or you're, or it's just there. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if I fell down a flight of stairs and I gashed my knee open and my my knee heals, and, but there's this line. And you ever notice when you have like a wicked cool scar, people go, man, what happened there? People want to know the story of behind your scar so what I was thinking about in relationships is man you go through shit and you absolutely heal but that doesn't mean the scars from that that pain don't come with you so that is now added to your little bag of shit that you got to kind of deal with. Okay, I get it. You get it? I get it. So then I, so I went further and I'm like, okay, so you're going to be kind of, you know, maybe I think about this when I think about relationships. But then I started thinking about it for myself. So I'm like, bro, I've been lied to. I've been hurt. I'm done. You know, I've been made to feel very insecure about my body and my life and the choices that I made. Mm -hmm. And even when you get in a safe space with somebody, there's all these insecurities that are still residually there that you have to work through. You got to realize that some of the shit in your bag is not your shit. Mm. you gotta get that shit out of your bag mm. Okay, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so if somebody's pushed mm-hmm. some insecurity and shit onto you you gotta be like look that nigga stupid that nigga <laughs> didn't think I was beautiful that nigga didn't sit it's not enough for some people to just fuck you over mm-hmm. right some people wanna fuck your mind over I got you you know what I'm saying yeah. you can just cheat no you wanna fuck me up mentally yeah it's gaslighting
1: the term gaslighting, you ever heard What's of that? that? No. Gaslighting is when um, someone you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. actually throws those insecurities onto you. And it's called a gaslighting because it was a based off a movie. It was a movie um back in the day, it's a black and white movie. Okay. Um there was this man and this woman. I forgot they're in a the house or they bought a house or something happened. They uh-huh. had gas lights, you know, like old time oh the lights. I know that yeah. So she would come downstairs and the light would be on or something like that. I don't really know the base of the movie. But then she'll come in the room and it'd be off. But then she'll come back and it'll be on again. But then, you know, she's like, well, she asked her husband, you see this light? It keeps coming on by itself. And he's like, no, that light's always on. It's never off. So he was making her think that she was crazy. He was oh. doing it. He was gaslighting her. He was making her think it was her fault. And she was the crazy one because he wanted to, like, I don't know, divorce her or something like that. So he wanted to make her seem like she was mentally unstable. Okay. So it's called the gaslight effect. So when the other person makes it seem like everything is your fault, you know Ooh. that you're doing right you know that they're cheating but you know that you come and you want to be adult and you want to ask them i i have a feeling you're cheating on me no sweetie i'm not but i got a message from this girl oh that girl's crazy you know don't believe her mm-hmm. don't don't believe what she's doing no all right no you're insecure why would i be cheating you know what show me their receipts show me something it's like they make it think it's all you When they are the ones in the wrong. Yeah.
0: So it's like gaslighting. You know, I didn't know that was a thing. And I feel like definitely now I'm like, that's completely uh, the situation I came out of. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, how do you fix that shit? Do you ever get rid of that baggage? Do you ever let it go? Or will there always be some piece of that somebody gaslighting you? Mm. it will you know what once she figured out he was lying to her is there still something back in her mind maybe not about that dude but maybe she might think this next dude is gonna gaslight do, her. yeah do the same thing yeah and, so yeah. now now you've effectively fucked me over basically because not only do i question you for the rest of my life but now i question everybody else and even when somebody's showing you goodness, sometimes you still are nervous that they're going to switch it up or they're going to change or they're going to be bad to you or something like that. And it almost shocks you when they're not like that. But I think we've said this before in one of our our earlier uh, episodes, we said whoever we're going to be with is going to have to overwhelm us. Yeah, that's true. Right. Because you can't just be like, oh, when I was naive, never been hurt me. I just was, you know, kind of bounce back from, you know, you know, happy through life, bopping through life, like you know, it's all good. But once I've had some bad experiences, and especially when they're extremely bad, that person is gonna need a particular type of love. And maybe you're not the one to give them that type of love. Just be honest about it. Yeah. Just be like, you too much for me. Because the one thing about life is, you won't be too much for for the right person. Right. For the right person, they know what you've been through, and they. Imagine or plausibly think of a world where they would do harm to you. And there are real people out here like that. But you got to kick through and push through and know the intent that somebody has with you. I don't believe in what people say to me. I don't. Okay. You got. They got to show you. I'm an actions person. Mm. You got to show me years of like just lying and stuff like that, though. That was even before I got married. I just didn't used to even get dressed for a date till a nigga really rolled up. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I would have my hair done and stuff, but I'm not putting on my clothes <laughs> till uh, you outside. Knocking on the door. Oh, I'm almost ready. Yeah, that's pathetic, bro. Until I know that you're a person who's honest about things. I also, to manage my own uh, disappointment with people, I always give people the out. Like, I'm like, oh, if you're busy, we don't have to do anything. I do that all the time. And what's funny is coach be like, what are you talking about? Like, he'll check me on it. I'm like, girl, please, you know, it's all good. He just recently showed up to an event with my job and the whole time all I could think is he's so amazing because this wasn't his to do but him doing this because he knew everything I put into it was just him simply being supportive of me and with my ex he did everything everything was about him support him do right by him it was like him 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 it was never about what was important to me and in support of me and to have somebody to come along to really do that. And I'm coming up on a year of being separated. Right. And so that thing definitely sparks in my mind of a year ago, around this time, a year ago, I was on a false fake vacation. Mm. I thought I was in an okay marriage. I thought we were okay. We were good. We had kind of gotten past the bad, but what ended up happening is a month from from here is when my ex sat us down, sat me down after that, we did this whole thing. And what I've had to realize over the past year is I'm so much better than I was. But I also have to do a continuous letting go of the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I have to let go of the pain. It's almost a daily thing. Yeah, yeah. When I when I
1: actually started. um, back date or being serious somebody like the bear I had to check myself because mm. you know I was single for so long but during my during my singlehood or whatever I'm going to call it I um, like singlehood, <laughs> I had to really retrain my brain because I thought everybody based on you know my marriage my ex everybody was gaslighted because he gaslighted me the whole fucking time it was you know he was he never had a problem he was you know he was fucking bipolar yeah. you know he was diagnosed bipolar but he will not tell him it. was his shame. I didn't want to tell nobody that he was bipolar or nothing like that either. Sure. But so when, when we had a divorce, he started being acting that way. When I'm telling people, well, you know, he's an alcoholic and he's bipolar. He's an unmedicated alcoholic right. with, you know, with bipolar. And I don't want my kids, I don't feel safe for my kids to be, oh, why not? Well, it's because of this. He has a mental illness or whatever. Oh, why come you never tell nobody? Cause it wasn't for me to tell. And you protect these. Yes, homes. yeah. I, I, I didn't want nobody to think. Oh, you know, he's crazy, bad, he's crazy. You yeah. didn't. You
0: wanted to protect your man, right. right? And then once people find out how crazy your life was, people go, "Well, damn. Oh my god, girl, I can't believe you dealt with that." And it's like, what fuck I've been trying to, <laughs> but I got to tell you all my business for me to tell you this. that was a toxic
1: situation. Yeah. So. You know, I had to really think and I had to really tra- retrain my brain that everybody's not out to get or use me. Everybody's Ooh. not out to just Ooh, want man. something from me. I had man. to really do that. and Even when I was talking to the bear um, during our first couple of months, I had to I would just get annoyed in my brain by the little shit he do. Because I'm thinking this this makes it it takes me back to my marriage you know i have this feeling this pit of my stomach that something's not right takes me back i had to stop and he had to tell me i'm not him you know i understand he fucked up and he did what he do just because i do something that's similar to that don't mean i have ill intent at behind it unlike him you know he Mm. had ill intent so i had to really think think to myself you know everybody's not out like that so i had to when When something will come up, when it made me think about my marriage, I had to had to actually stop and tell myself, girl, stop it. You know, this is not the same person. Yeah. Reach. You know, they're not going to treat you this way. You have to let this shit go. And when I let it go, I realized, okay, no, he's not the, the same person. But it takes those small little moments to heal. What's in my bag?
0: Yeah, basically. It? It's, uh, it takes small things. And you know what's funny? I think it's almost like you take a, a, a little, a little thing out of your bag, and that's every day. Because if if we're looking at it like baggage, right? When you are, you know, you carrying a, ba- a purse or something, you like, damn, this is so heavy, and you start taking little shit out. Like, mm, it's still a little bit too heavy. You keep going. I think, I think that's the process of healing um, from relationships. Now, let's be honest. You get. To a certain place in life, you're going to have some baggage. It's just what life is. Right. And life teaches you lessons that I think you should learn positively from, but you still carry those situations. But you do start taking things out like, you know, I'm a beautiful person, right? I never was insecure about myself. Never. Until... After my marriage and I was so insecure to the point of like when I would see people who I had not seen in a while, I just didn't think they were going to think I was pretty or think I was like a good person. I don't know what I thought. It, it just was so much ugliness inside me that, that I he thought, created that he created that I thought that's what people saw. And, and to be around people who like who really see you and like they know you prior to all this shit being in your bag. That was really big for me. Yeah. Being with somebody who knew me, prior, not just knew me, but loved me prior to being that was was very big for me. But I got to tell you, there's still pieces of insecurity even though I know coach loves me and would never do anything to intentionally hurt me, I still get insecure sometimes. I still feel like what if like what if he's just like lying to me and like he's dating someone in my head I think what if he's like dating someone else and then like one day I made like a little smart ass like side comment and like he checked the shit out of me oh. he was like when the hell I got time to talk to somebody? I, t- I literally talk to you all day when I get up and um, we, we both go to work. When we get off, we talk, we talk at night. I either I'm in class. Or- so when I got time and I was like, I mean, touche. I <laughs> but you see how those leftover residual things will be there. But I really had to like, I let things go. I feel like on like, I'm not going to say daily. It's more like a weekly thing. You get more secure. Yeah. You get more and more secure. You get more secure. You get more secure. You get more secure. Um. And I think what will happen sometimes is if you, it can't be about a person because what if they fuck up? Then you're like, oh shit, I told you. Mm-hmm. No, you got to start having this like confidence in yourself and and somebody being good to you will help you to heal sometimes, but that healing really does have to come from within. An and you have to, you know, talk to yourself and be like, man, this shit, this shit is not yours. I it took me a while to actually get to the point where I was talking to
1: myself in a positive way Ooh, to retrain good. to retrain my brain to say this person's not it. You know, like when I was taking a break, when I get upset or get mad, I would stop talking and I would take a break and reevaluate and tell myself, you know, this is not the same person, not the same situation, yeah. whatever I it took. If I did that right when I got divorced. Well, I don't ne- Never mind. I don't think I could have done that right when I got divorced. Yeah, I was okay. too hurt. Yeah. I, everything was it was too. It was too much, it was too much in my, too much in my bag. I couldn't fucking look at the shit and, you know, polish it up and think, you know, to take this out. I couldn't. It took me years to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I have to stop thinking this way. You know, yeah. and I, I think it was it came right when it's supposed to, you know, I always make jokes. It took me forever to start dating again. But I think that was just my healing process. You know, some people take a month, some people take a week, some people take years. That'd be me. I took years to yeah. get to the point where I'm at, um, where I can sit there and talk to myself. And I got in a relationship and. It was pretty, you know, it was pretty good and pretty okay. And I learned from that relationship Mm -hmm. things that I want to deal with and things I don't want to deal with. The things I need to still work on and things, you know, things that I know – I need to set boundaries for like if this person does not have this or does this they have to cut them off don't don't yeah. have them around the longer they need to have be around because I'm used to that loyalty shit too uh, because I feel like they stuck with me you know and I guess that's that baggage shit too they stuck with me uh, you know I, I gotta be with them through this shit because again that fear comes in is like who else is gonna be able to do it who else is gonna come up is there somebody else is gonna be able to do it is there someone else is gonna be able to make me feel give me those butterflies Because I feel like they made me feel this way. So I'm attached to them. And that's the last person. So I had to tell myself, Even it took me a long time to get to the point where I was like, "Mm, maybe the bear is not who I need to have in my life right now because of that loyalty thing. And because of my shit was in my bag. But I had to reevaluate my bag, look at my bag, see what was in there and say, do I still need this shit? Am I adding more baggage that
0: I don't fucking need in my life? That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. One time I remember we were talking about this and you were just saying like, oh, the bear is a good guy, blah, blah, blah. And I, I really will... Overall, is was a really great guy. But I think the one thing that sometimes people do, I don't know if it's a man thing too, but I know women do it. We do like, he's not as bad as that dude. Yeah. So I got to be, I got to stick with him. Fuck that. No, let me tell you the one thing about being older, being divorced. And moving forward with your life, you ain't got to do shit. Right. You ain't got no more boxes to check. There's no life goals you gotta hit. Not not like goals, but like there's no like peaks you gotta hit. You're gonna go and live life, but there's no nothing else that you feel like is on your to do list in life when right. it comes to a relationship because you've done the thing that most people think is the pinnacle of a relationship, which is get married. Which you really gotta watch that. So you start thinking, especially if you've been married. Everything is like long-term. nigga. okay, stop. We've talked about that too. Stop jumping so much into like, can I see myself married to him? Bitch, go get a drink. Like, <laughs> go to the movies. <laughs> like, hang out with that nigga. If you want to throw him a little pussy, throw him a little pussy. <laughs> but goddamn everybody, I'm going to marry him. Girl, you doing a lot. Like, you doing, like, come on now. Like, you doing a lot. Like, mo- I don't think most people like jump out of marriage and get into a relationship like I but I do think you have to kind of see how it's gonna work out for you what's the process gonna be for you I can't tell you my my walk is anybody else's walk because Rebecca Skye was married for a long time I wasn't married for that long Rebecca Sky Skye has children with that man I didn't that was her high school sweetheart not my issue. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So some people might look at my life and go, "Well, damn, you've moved on fast." Well, bitch, I checked out and I was gone. <laughs> got my motherfucking baggage that I got from the relationship. I, I scooched the fuck on, and I didn't. I didn't think. Oh, a year from now, I would be in a healthy relationship. I didn't think that that was possible for me. You gotta understand that I got to the point so broken down that I thought I was damaged beyond repair nobody's gonna want to fucking be bothered with me you know what if you thought that way you hit that very very well listen i'm sorry
1: i'm, I'm getting, getting off, off topic. topic but no, you no, hit you're that not very well you're not.
0: i mean it's but it's i do very much so defense mechanism shit like i'm the queen of a defense mechanism really like when i walk into the room and you've known me for most of my life when i enter a room. I'm I'm probably the hype man or the hype. I'm the hype woman. I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm loud. I'm there like I interact with people. But like I tell everybody, watch, watch the friend or the person that's that like that. Because a lot of times I show people what I wanted them to see. You can't see my pain if all I've chosen to do is show you my joy. You can't see how hard I'm struggling with something if I'm diverting from it and just showing you the good part of me. Because this, I can always find joy in a situation. I can always find joy in my life, hell. I buried my dad when I was 15 years old. Pretty much after that, it's not a lot that I can't deal with and go through, right? So, but I show people what I want them to see in me. It's very hard for me to be vulnerable now I can be angry in front of people I can be crunk in front of people I can be funny I can do all of that it's not a lot of people on this earth that's probably really seen me vulnerable though definitely not a lot of people who've seen me cry because it's not something that I show to people but definitely it was shit that I was just like and it was never about my ex like oh I feel so bad I never once felt like Oh, my God, I want him back. I never once thought, oh, God, being married to him was good, positive, whatever. I never tore him down for the most part. I just told the truth. But even when in the midst of all of that, me and him going back and forth, I never tore him down. Because at the end of the day, he did the one thing I needed him to do more than anything. He walked away because I never would have. Mm, He said, I'm done. And he had said it multiple times. But that time I was ready. But I was never going to say it. So he he released me from that hell and I've moved on. That's why I don't, you know, really talk bad about it. I'm just telling the truth. But I definitely was like, man, I, I just don't think. So my defense mechanism. Sounded a lot like this, and Rebecca Skye, you you pin me and you you say yes if this is true. Man, I ain't never getting married again. Yeah. Did I not say that a thousand times? <laughs> yes. I'm divorced and uninterested. Mm-hmm. Didn't I say that a t- thousand times? I have me a little boyfriend, but I'm definitely not trying to have nothing serious. <laughs> Those are defense mechanisms because it's easier to say, set the expectation of, I ain't looking for shit, so when shit don't happen, I'm not disappointed. Got you, yeah. That's easy to say that out loud, and then people would be like, well, damn, you know, she don't really want to be bothered, no way. Most people need human companionship. They m- want it. Most people, mo- it's the majority of people who need, we're humans,
1: and we, need it. we in our society, are just human beings, we have to interact with another person. We got you. Like, I always think the people who go off in the woods and be in the house all by themselves and do that and don't talk nobody about animals, I think they look crazy. No, it's okay to do that sometimes. If you want to go a month out of the year, like you know, summer vacation, want to go and get away, do what you gotta do. But to live your life like that, we need human contact. I think it keeps you have to as babies. You can't leave a baby just sit there by itself and not interact with a baby in order for the baby's brain to grow. In order for you to, in order for the baby to thrive, it has to have human contact. So. I think everybody needs to have human contact. Yeah, that's that's just part of life. Anybody who says I don't need anybody like that, to me, is crazy. <laughs> like, you do. You're, you're probably hurt. You're probably upset. You're probably Dang. mad right now. Mm-hmm. But you need to have somebody around.
0: And you know what? My thing is, be honest, man. If you feel like, man, these folks the fucked me over, stop trying to act like you good, man. It, I think the easiest way to get over your baggage, is to admit you have it. Yes. Like, don't carry around a fucking huge ass suitcase and go. Oh, I ain't got nothing. No, 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 that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> No, bitch, I can see the suitcase. <laughs> it look like a body. It look like a whole body in there. <laughs> so why you keep telling me I don't see what I see? And the one thing about it is when people have been hurt in a similar situation, don't judge them. Like go be, you know, open to them because, man, I'm telling you, people walk around trying to mask their baggage. The one thing I do now, I hope I'm, I express it well is, man, look, here are my flaws. Here's what the fuck is wrong with me. I got married. Shit didn't work. And I'm working through it or not. Or I was working through it. Honestly, I I look, I feel nothing for my ex. And I felt something for people that I dated more than him. I think it was like one day I woke up and just realized the toxicity was killing me. And it was like, it's got to be like what it feels like to get cancer out your body. Mm. This thing is killing me, but now it's gone. So I don't know anybody who got, um,. A, a, a tumor removed that's like looking for the tumor. No, they like, the shit that was killing me is gone. So I'm feeling better about my life. But he's gone. The effects may not always be gone. Like, like the uh, incident I told you uh, where Coach showed up at an event. Like the whole time I was thinking to myself, it's, I told him, I was like, well, if you can't go, it's fine. He's like, why wouldn't I? Like, I've been telling you for a month I'm gone. But in my mind, I was managing my disappointment of he wasn't going to come. It's mm. sad, bro. That's fucking sad because nothing in our relationship has ever been just in the past or now has ever been, I'm doing this and I don't do it. So are you, are you telling yourself this right now? Because this yeah. just happened last night. Yeah, I so- mean, I do. I have to remind myself it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean, I feel like I'm probably in a very secure relationship, but I have to talk to myself sometimes two or three times a week to say he is a good man. He's actually told, said this out of his mouth. He said, I would never do anything to hurt you. He said, especially intentionally. He said, I'm going to do something stupid because, you know, I'm a man. But, he's like, <laughs> but like, I, he said, I might put, you know, some nastiness on the counter or walk on your bathroom rug. You know, I hate bathroom rugs. <laughs> Walking outside, you know. shoes. Talking about that again. That shit really, really boils my biscuits. I hate it. Um, but I mean, he we joke about that a lot because that's something that really annoyed me about my ex. I think it was just like spit on you, like just mm, bitch. I know you hate it, so yeah. rock on your rug. Um, but you know what I'm saying. He's like, I might do something that annoys you, but he said like, I would never try to hurt you. And the craziness is when the way this man looks, talks, acts towards me it, it, it goes without saying I, I trust him and I don't trust people but I think the only reason why I'm like that is because before the baggage showed up I knew he had my best interest at heart mm-hmm. that's a little bit different new nigga off the street probably was still being some like nigga I don't know you don't know you you nice, I don't know you though so you might be lying Yeah. We just hit um, four months we've been back to like, officially um, a couple. Four months? Four months. And um, it's crazy because it's flying by. But the funny thing about that is it just seems like, okay, you know, when we got back together, it was kind of an epic situation. But it seemed like that just happened yesterday and it doesn't feel like work and I think that's important but anybody else in four months i still be like mm, side eyeing this nigga like mm, don't know you don't trust you because that baggage is just residual of people gonna act the fuck up. Right. So what do you
1: think is some tips or whatever you can tell people to get to let
0: that baggage go? Or I, I think you gotta be honest. Like some people don't understand. Like the whole point of the podcast to me is not to get people to you know list. Like you know we're not trying to go viral. Going viral would be cool, but I think this. Is therapeutic to me. Yeah, being able to talk through issues with you know my best friend and just putting it out there like the way you feel and just being honest about the things that you're dealing with mentally and stuff like that. I think that is so important. You have to have an outlet to talk. There might be group therapy. There might be regular therapy. Hell, it might be drinks and you know a movie with your friend. But you have to have honest dialogue about the way you you're have thinking. to let it out. You have to let it go. You cannot contain it because even there we're sitting here on doing a podcast and you didn't even know that I was masking something that I was internally feeling last year Mm -hmm. I was I was masking because I was just trying to deal with it but you know and then I you know I think you should get out there and I think you should fuck around a little bit I think that's I know that sounds horrible are you talking to me no, no, fuck no. I'm I was like, people. what? No, I'm talking to the people. I'm talking to the people. The No, fuck? not you. No, I'm saying you saying a tip. My next tip is get out there and just fucking fuck around. I mean, it may not be sex, but like, can you hang out? Do some shit. Like just chill. Yeah, I think out. Just but I also there, believe
1: though. in exposure to your exposure to the problem to fix it. And oh that's good. you can't get over your baggage. You can't, you don't even know it's baggage in your bag you need to get rid of it until you see you have too much of it, until you feel that weight. So, okay. you you got to get out there, you got to face it, you got to open yourself up to somebody else, even though you don't want to, you got to do it. Like, to me, I had to say to myself, I'm going to start off I didn't want to trust anybody because it's been years, but I'm going to give somebody complete trust. I'm going to say to me to make me feel better. You're not here to hurt me. So I'm going to give you complete trust. That's how the bear came on. I gave him complete trust. Like I know you from a long time ago. Yeah. I, I've known you almost my whole life. So I give, give you trust that you're not going to do shit to me like this other fucker did, even though I've known him my whole fucking life too. But, I had to tell myself that I had to open myself up and say, you know, I'm giving you complete trust. So when you do fuck up, at least I try. I had to put myself out there to try. You know, that's what I had to expose myself to the
0: elements. Basically, you had you basically gave yourself uh, a flu shot. You know when you get a flu <laughs> shot, they yeah. inject you with the virus. Right. So you gotta put, do the very thing that you're most insecure about, which is trusting another human being to do right by you to fucking fix it. Because I can, I'm nice as shit to my best friend. Put a, a, an enemy in, in my face and see if I can be nice to them. <laughs> Anybody could be nice to their friend. Anybody can trust the people who've never let them down. But shit, trusting somebody who you think may not um may have shitty intentions because they're in a relationship that's like a romantic relationship that's when we start seeing what you made of and see what they're made of again so somebody might lie to you and fuck you over Listen, at this point you know the signs a little bit better <laughs> that's how I feel about it and, and that shouldn't add baggage like my thing is the one thing that I said I was going to do with coach is that I'm doing, is I I love him without restriction. And do you know how hard that is for me? I haven't loved anybody without restriction since my boyfriend when I was 21 years old. The one who introduced me to baggage. He gave me my bag to put all the baggage in. He was the first one who gave me a compliment. But it wasn't even like, he used to like big me up all the time. He was just, he cheated. And from there, that just raises all type of shit in your mind. Um, but that really fucked me over. And I it took me years to kind of get over that. And, and it was like, once I got rid of that shit, then, you know, then motherfuckers came along. I'm just like, for real, nigga? Like, stop. But I think loving without restriction is the most is the best thing that i can do because when i put my guard down that's the best possible version of me so at this point if coach ever hurt me i don't feel bad because i gave him everything i had mm, true but you
1: knew you okay let's go back you okay. knew coach from long back a long time ago yes you know there are certain ways you can tell if someone's uh, carrying baggage in your relationship Yeah, and one of the first things is the person's you know, like hot and cold like one week they're telling you they're in love with you you yeah. know the best thing and the next week they're like oh we're going too fast you know oh, that's a clear shit. sign that either you got the baggage because if you're saying it then you have baggage from that last relationship yeah, you can't get yeah. over yeah. or they have the baggage Yeah, and you have to realize that in yourself you know if you feel one week that you're in love next week you're not that's clear indication. That you need to work through some shit. Yeah, you're not in love,
0: probably. You now I'm going you, with you not in love. You might like them, <laughs> yeah, but you got shit. You got that shit you probably should deal with. Yep. Yeah,
1: or like we just said earlier, the next thing they do if 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 they if you're doing something and they tell you, well, that reminds me of my ex. Don't do that. You know, whatever. That's a clear indication they have baggage too. They haven't let that relationship go yet because they're seeing it. That's why. That's when I had to take my time out when me and the bear first started to s- tell myself. He is not this person. Uh, You know, I still have baggage. I still fucking have baggage I got to work on. You know, you got to make sure you... It's not fair to the new person if you still carry that baggage. Point blank, period. It's
0: not. Coach told me one time. He said, "I need you." If he said, "If I ever do anything that reminds you of your ex," I need. He said, "If I'm chewing like this, nigga. If I say this like this, he said, I need you to tell me." He said, "Cause I don't want to do nothing like that, nigga." And that's funny to me because like you were here before that dude, but you're still like he just doesn't want to do anything that reminds. Me. And he did one thing one time, and I was like. My ex did that, and he has. When I say he's never done that again, I was like, bro. I like
1: this. You I like learning. how this works. I you like learning. how this works. You learning. Mm-hmm. You learning. I think also it can you can tell you have trust issues if you're constantly questioning your partner, your new partner. You know if you're questioning everything they do. Yeah. Uh, if if it seems like you know they can they can make it seem like you're controlling them because mm-hmm. you're questioning every single thing. That's also inst- a, a sign that you have baggage you need to fucking let go and work through too. You can't. Throw your insecurities onto that new partner. That new partner is not your old partner. That's not right. So you have to give them the the opportunity to fuck up. You know, don't assume they're fucking up first. Give them the opportunity to fuck up. Like,
0: don't don't you feel like that's kinda like everybody need a clean slate? Yes. Everybody need a clean slate. Yeah. Like, okay, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Give the new motherfucker a clean slate. Now everybody, you know if he a fuck boy from day one. Like, don't lie. Your pussy don't lie on it. You don't lie on it. Either. You know if you're a fuckboy. If he's just a regular dude, get a dude, Get a clean slate. Just give him a clean slate. <laughs>
1: Clean slate them. <laughs> uh, like, but you have to. Like that's why I, um, when I entered into my relationship, I had to give them a clean slate. I have to give them full trust that yeah. you won't hurt me, that you won't do this, that you won't do that. But you know, I don't think unless you're ready to give somebody a clean slate, I don't think you should get in a relationship with anybody. Until I you agree. come to that point where it's like
0: I can trust somebody, mm, don't do it. Yeah. They don't don't do it at all. Yeah. Um and that's gonna come about in different spaces and different times. Like we were talking about, you just never know. Right. And right. you might put yourself out there and you gave somebody a clean slate and they fucked up. Just fucking move on. Like, uh, post-marriage, before I got with Coach, I was fucking with Jack All Trades. And Jack of All Trades was a liar. Yeah. He lied to kick it, you know, which is the ultimatum of I don't do that lying shit. Because... If I give you opportunities to be honest with me and you still lying, I I don't fuck with liars. Liars are disgusting to me. But you did all that. And I mean, he fucking lied. Did I let... The shit can even be added to baggage because I kind of just expected you to be a fuck up. So I just (laughs) moved on. I did. I liked him. I'm not going to lie. I liked him. But I think it was all like, maybe if we were, you know, back in the day, it was more like that. But that was definitely not growth potential there ever. Yeah. It was...
1: Just he he came when he's supposed to come. He did what he's supposed to do, and he moved moving he, on with your life. Yeah, there you yes. Go. Better yeah.
0: for
1: <laughs> Um But when it comes to baggage and stuff like that, I don't... I think... I think the most horrible thing to do is enter into a relationship when you really are not ready. Yeah, I, I agree. you know, if you think you still need closure from your last relationship, Ooh, do no. not enter into another Ooh, relationship. Don't do that no. because sometimes you will never get closure. Ooh. You know, so you can't you can't hold on to oh, I need that closure shit. And you know, after my after my divorce, I during our separation, my whole thing was I need closure because he just just you know he just disappeared, but he just turned to somebody completely different. He did a 180 on me. So it was like, God damn, I feel like I needed closure. I needed him to tell me why it didn't work out. I needed him to sit there and say, but at the end, he never gave it to me. So I had to give it for my, I had to sit there and tell myself, you know what? Fuck it. I'm yeah. not going to get it. So I can't keep dwelling. I can't fuck up the rest of my life. Hoping that this motherfucker is going to grow to fuck up one day and say, you know, I fucked up. This is what happened. This is what I can't do that. So don't always look for closure to happen. So, and if that person, if you think you're going to get closure and you enter another relationship without your feeling of having closure, then don't do it. Don't do it. Just, just be by yourself. It's okay. Coming from me, Rebecca Skye, after
0: years of being by myself, be by yourself. It's healthy. But that means you're still going to have sex though with people. You just don't have to have an emotional to Oh, sorry. We didn't say that. Okay We my didn't bad. say nothing. I'm just saying. Some people are like, oh, you can't be by Listen, you be by yourself and still go get your little something something. You can yeah,
1: make a dick appointment. But you know, as long as you have uh, understanding of your dick
0: appointments, do like, what you like bro? We're not in a relationship. We're not in a relationship. Because I'm not in that space right now. Men can't handle that shit, though. No, you don't know even notice, they if can. you treat a nigga like he ain't nothing but dick, he be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But the second you be like, okay, nigga, let's get in a relationship, you're moving too fast. <laughs> Wait a minute. So when I was just trying to make you just some dick, oh, that's a problem. But the second I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's try something else. Because niggas are trying to get out of that space to where they want to be the nigga that you want to consider as your man, but then they fuck around and be like, okay, you doing too much. Them niggas got baggage. I think. Let me tell you what I think men who fuck over women. I think those dudes were fucked over young, somebody fucked them over and they said never again. See, women keep going into a trusting environment, hoping and expecting the best. But once a man has truly been hurt by somebody, it's not like they just, they let the shit go. They never let the shit go. uh, A man, you know, they say it's not like a woman scoring shit. Try a nigga who was in love with a chick and she fucked him over. Oh, yeah. Brother. They this is hard pressed to get them to act right again. It's true, cause I even in um in my
1: last relationship, I kept telling him, you know, we're having fun, we're 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 going good, but you have a lot of healing you need to do. Yeah, you know that last relationship you were in fucked you up big time. Yeah, I'm at the point where I can I can trust and I can do what I need to do. I can move on with my life, but you're not at that point. That's the big thing between me and Bear. He was not at that point where. He needed, he, he was able to fucking trust and trust healthily, like healthy trust. You know, he gave, he gave me trust, but it was like. It wasn't like a healthy type's trust. It was uh, if if something happens, you know, and if he's in the wrong, if I get upset, he's overdoing it. You know, it's like, I'm not sure what that last relationship did to you where you feel like you have to force yourself onto somebody or you feel like you have to, um, I can't fucking think of the word, you have to overcompensate your oh, presence. No, like, no. you don't have to do that. Like, that, that's just too much. You're not, you need You need to let some shit go. And I think it's also my psychology degree kicking in sometimes. I'm sitting there, yeah. I diagnose people. And I'm like, I see the signs and I know that you're not in the right space for me. You yeah. know, man, then, you know, he didn't want to hear that shit, you know, of course, because he tried, he kept trying and still trying to this day. But I know what I need. You know, I know what I don't want to get. I know my boundaries. And when you reach one of those boundaries, it comes to a point where I have to be a big girl and say, you know what? This is not working. This is not healthy for me or for you. You know, so let's do something different. You know, let's
0: let's revamp this shit. And, and, hello, and that listen. doesn't always go well for me. You know, we talked about breaking up a couple um, episodes back and everybody's not good with that. Like everybody's not good with somebody being honest. My biggest thing, you know, loyalty over everything. That's, that's my biggest thing. But I got to be honest with you. When it comes to that, like being open and honest with somebody that shit is not always comfortable yeah you know what i'm saying and sometimes you put yourself out there but i believe this one thing if you've been fucked over in life and you've made a decision that you always gonna be honest with somebody that's another way that you can deal with your baggage i if i feel some type of insecurity in something i tell coach this is how this made me feel This is what I'm thinking. This is what I feel. And I give him the opportunity then to address it instead of just thinking it and not, and not dealing and just be like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's not fucking fine. If something bothers me, I'm going to tell you it bothers me. And I'm going to tell you why, but I've had to learn this. I used to be a very knee jerk reaction person. Now I've learned to say OK, I'm going to take note of that. Don't like it. Let me process how I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. And then it might be later that day or it might be the next day. And I'm going to be like, hey, I didn't like this. These are the reasons I didn't like this. And then that now gives him an opportunity because we it's not going to turn into an argument. Um, it's not
1: going to turn into an argument because coach is emotionally mature. Oh, it's a yeah, true. Like dealing with somebody like. The same thing when I tell them my needs, I tell them what I need. They're not emotionally mature, so they think it's a a dig a dig at them. Mm-hmm. You're not ready. I'm sorry, I had to cut you off because I'm saying the only reason no because that it, that's not all men. All men, I oh, mostly Oh, no, 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 You no. process that, and you see him. you being honest and shit like that. No, no, no. I, no. Because
0: oh, no. my ex was not like that. My ex, I swear to God, if I said something bothered me, he'd be like, you complaining. You complaining. Like, took the fact one day, like, oh, my God. Coach, we we uh, are were planning a trip. And I told Coach, I said, look at the dates and tell me if it works with your schedule told him this about a hundred times. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. good. It came time to book. And I was like, now, are you sure these dates work? He was like, let me look at them. (laughs) Now these dates don't work. And I literally like lost it on him and was like, are you serious? Babe, seriously, I cannot believe you. And like, I was so upset and I yelled and he was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, I totally deserve you yelling. He's like, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> but I I deserve you yelling at me. And like at that moment, in the midst of me being upset with him, I went, my ex would have absolutely turned this on me. He would have absolutely made it like where well, are you complaining for? Or why you getting so upset? Like, nigga, you made me mad. But at that moment, and I told him, I said, you know what? I'm not even mad no more because I get real mad and then I get over it in like 10 minutes. I literally have the like the quickest, like, get back. Like, I don't stay <laughs> mad at all. And he, I told him, I said, I feel safe to just be me with you. And that part of that is when I get mad, mad, I just snap. But like, I didn't say nothing disrespectful to him or nothing. I just was like, I can't believe you. But it was nice to know that I could be in a space of anger from him doing something that I didn't like. And I could express it to him. And he didn't change it on me and make it seem like I, something was wrong with me. He was like, no, I totally. I I I was wrong And it was like, damn, like, I just want somebody not to pick at my personality. And so that's part of the baggage that I've had to deal with. Um, being with coach of things that like my personality, things that are me, that have always been me, that nobody has ever had a problem with me being me. My ex used to pick it. And I hated that shit because I'm like, bro, I'm just being me. Like every dude I've ever dated has, I talk to them. A lot of most significant uh, men I've dated. I've talked to them. They all say number one thing about me. Most supportive girlfriend I've ever had in my life. And for them to say that. And then for you to act like I I didn't support and build your business and build your dumb ass up. Sorry, that was a big, but but build you up is so fucking false. And that's another thing I think that'll help you with baggage is once you once it gets to expose that a person was tearing you down intentionally and everybody around you is like, bro, you're you're amazing. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. Then you start going you know what? I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not this. That was a bad experience, and I got to let that go. I really think the biggest thing for baggage is you have to forgive the person that hurt you so that you can move on. You don't forgive them for them. And you don't even have to make a fucking phone call and go, I forgive you. That's that one closure shit. Yeah. I think it's a fucking Nigga, one put Hang yeah. the fucking phone up, bitch. Hang it up. Nigga, I don't need to do that. I can say, you know what? I don't mean no ill will towards you. Literally, since I've gotten divorced, I have gotten a couple of emails, some emails from my ex that in every response is so like, go forth and be happy in life. I'm living a great life. Or no, thank you. Or that like everything about it, it's been kind because there's nothing worse to a person who has tried to break you, tear you down, tell you you ain't shit, all oh, you this, you this. For you to be kind to them and like to be. And here's the crazy thing. And you to honestly be kind. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not mad at you at all. I don't even have enough space in my heart for you to be <laughs> mad at you. I don't give a shit. I know I, gave, I forgave him truly when I didn't have any ill will towards him. I could have got him touched. I could have got him seen about. A lot of things could have happened to him. But I'm like, no, I'm good. Let him live his life. I don't need nobody to touch him. We good. I'm good. We good, y'all. We good. Yeah. Let him go live his life. Because the one thing I know that sucks for him that's back and she's going to have to care for the rest of his life is, baby, once you lose this over here, you lose this Trissy land, baby. And it's hard to replace him. It's hard to replace him. Got a couple phone numbers for you. Ask about me in these streets. Can't replace me, God damn Goddammit. Boy, I'm a superstar. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding you are. No, you are. You nah, superstar. Now appreciate you. you so are you, babe. you are fabulous. Thank you, baby. You are so are you, but you gotta feel like that about yourself because but but then you gotta be that too. You can't be a raggedy bitch talking about I'm fabulous, bitch. Now come on now. Yeah, like you need to be honest. If you ain't bringing shit to the table, I mean you know do better. But don't don't be here talking about I'm an asset. When you a fucking liability. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying this because she's my co-uh host or she is my friend. I'm saying it because Rebecca Skye has so much to offer the world. Well, thank you. That anybody that gets her on their team long term, trust me, we've been friends for 20 plus 25 plus years. You get on your team, you got a loyal member of your team forever so anybody who gets that is gonna get the best of the best but you have to have people around you that recognize that about you that can impart that into you now if Rebecca Scott was raggedy Would be like now girl you sure you don't want to learn how to cook you, you just don't want to learn that okay girl you, you sure you want to keep fucking all his homeboys are you sure i'm not judging you i'm not judging i don't have judgment I don't judge people. but i will throw out a suggestion if i want them to be their best self that's all i'm saying no judgment just suggestions girl you sure you sure you want to fuck everybody at this job? <laughs> I mean, hey, do you like? is some stupid. No, I've, I've met some girls and I'm like, ooh, you happy to be a hoe? Really, girl? I'm talking about and fuck over a nice dude. He too nice for me. Every time I hear bitch say he too nice for me, I be wanting to punch him and drop kick him all at the same time. Like you don't sound crazy. How a man can be too nice to you? What? I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking they, about. Are they young? No. They're not. They're stupid. They're dumb. They're just stupid. They done. I don't okay. think people have been done right. The one thing about a man who treats you like you're absolutely a prize, I say this. I think women cannot just articulate what they want. A person can be nice, but you don't like them. So instead of saying he's too nice, dummy, why don't you say? I'm not, I don't like him. I'm not attracted to him. Yeah. Say that, stupid. Because you sound <laughs> foolish as hell to say, he just too nice. I just need me a thug. And girl, shut the fuck up. Like, just say you think that nigga lame. <laughs> I would respect that more than, I still would tell your grown ass to go sit down somewhere and like, girl, bye. Like, maybe you need to be roped in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if a man trying to be good to you and kind to you and sweet to you and he means you well, girl, you might want to reevaluate that like for real, for real he too nice girl get of <laughs> <laughs> well you know some people
1: didn't grow up you know like they say they didn't grow up like this they don't understand ain't everybody out there you know can't have a good one they want to be talked to and cussed out and treated like shit that's what makes they pussy wet you know whatever don't make my pussy wet talk to me any kind of way that bitch dry the fuck up you mm-hmm. talk to me out of your fucking mouth it's gonna be me and you don't talk to me sideways just no. don't fucking do that shit I'm nah. a strong ass motherfucking female yeah you gotta be able to fucking handle me. And I think that's also I think that's my defense mechanism too. I'm fucking strong. So yeah. it's to the point where if I something if you seem a little bit weak and you can't handle shit, that's an automatic turn off to me. It's like you gotta be able to handle your shit. Don't ask me, don't fucking don't ask me for Dumbass advice like what you should do in your fucking day you know i got too much to fucking do over here i got yeah. a whole fucking family to fucking raise i got a, a whole family to take care of i don't want you to ask me some old dumb shit you know yeah that automatically just turns me off yeah and i just i and i think that's that's probably my defense mechanism too i don't say they're too nice i just say they're too fucking dumb and i can't
0: just i can't i can't do dumb simple-minded i just can't I, you know it's funny when I was thinking about the whole baggage thing, I think about the opposite of that. Like when you've been in like crazy relationships and this and that and the aspect of being in a secure relationship where two people are bringing their best game, you are growing and developing as human beings. You can talk, they your homeboy and they your man. Y'all can laugh about dumb shit. Y'all can talk about sports or career or whatever. You really find a good vibe with somebody when you can be in a secure relationship. If you thinking like, oh, this nigga talking crazy to me or this nigga cheating or this nigga doing this, you can't even be comfortable in your best self when you constantly insecure. But when you're in a secure relationship, show me a woman that's being loved properly and I'll show you somebody who went in that life. Not just... Because she with a man, but because he not taking shit away from her, he only adding benefit. Right. And a woman who somebody's adding benefit, I guarantee you she adding benefit to his life too. A secure relationship, a healthy relationship, that should have changed your whole dynamic. You'll see yourself flourish in a whole different perspective because something that maybe you talked about at one time, now you in motion of doing it is very different. Like, we talk about negative things sometimes like we get with our girlfriends and niggas ain't shit and this, 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 but do we listen enough to people who are insecure relationships or do we go, oh bitch, you don't know nothing. Cause your man, you and your man. Good. No nigga. When I want to learn, when I want to learn history, I didn't go talk to a math teacher. I sat and fucking listened to the history teacher. When I wanted to learn about marriage, I went and sat and talked with my mama because she had a fucking successful marriage. When I want to learn about, you know, uh, shooting a gun, I don't go ask somebody who don't believe in guns. I go ask the experts. So my thing is, if you trying to get to a secure place... Surround yourself with people who are secure in themselves, or get to know your homegirl who is in a secure relationship, or your homeboy, and see what that looks like. Now, I think a lot of times people will be like, they'll see somebody in a secure relationship, they be like, mm, he probably fucking somebody else. Bitch, you expressing yeah. your baggage. Yes, your baggage. Yeah, that's your insecurity. That's your baggage. Everybody don't cheat. Every black man don't cheat. Let's start there. Every man don't cheat. Mm-hmm. And if you in a place that you feel like every nigga cheat something is wrong with you and if a man you meet a man and he honest with you and you like oh he ain't ready to settle down and this 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 bitch are you ready to settle down just because you just want to fuck one person don't mean you ready to settle down are you mentally bringing something to somebody right are you adding to his peace something um coach was telling me he was talking to his uh female his female best friend the other day and he said that he was like and, I, and he was saying it and I was internalized when he said, he said, man, I don't, he said, if it don't work out with me and her, and he was talking about me, I don't know if, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to be fucking around somebody else ever because I ain't got no more time. He said, but the number one thing I love about her is, man, she does everything to protect not only her peace, but my peace. And that's deep. But when he said that, I was like, Well, goddamn, I didn't even realize that. Like, you know, go me because that peace is such a, a, a poignant part of life. Like, are you trying to add to people peace? Nine I ain't saying taking somebody bullshit. Because if somebody ain't about no business, but fuck your peace, nigga. You ain't adding no peace to me. <laughs> if you taking away from my budget with your bullshit, bro, that ain't no peace. Right. If I feel more you you taking more. Then you giving like, I think you, uh, somebody posted the other day, like somebody not worth your peace or what? No, most people don't get into a relationship to use people or something like that. Uh, Somebody posted that and they were like, you shouldn't get in a relationship with the intent on taking or using, uh, someone, but there's a lot of people out there that are takers, yeah, they can't help themselves. They've been a taker their whole life, so they're gonna continue to take from people. You need to recognize those people. You need to recognize them. And some people are good at masking that they're takers until a couple of months in, and then you start noticing a, a flip. Now they're not reciprocating as much. You know what I'm saying they 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 have taker issues. I, I don't do takers. <laughs> I, I, ooh, ooh, I can't do that. But yeah, that's some baggage I can't fuck with. You, because I'm a naturally supportive giver Giver, uh and I just give. Uh I'm not, I'm not keeping track. I just give, I give, I give, I give, I give. So if I end up with a taker, they'll take everything I got. That's my ex-husband was a taker. Everything, my sleep, my, my patterns of what I do to make myself happy. All of that was given. And somebody who just takes, 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 takes. And you ever notice a taker is never satisfied? With everything that you give, you give them everything you got, not good enough. Because the takers never satisfy. Because mm-hmm. they take. Because they take. <laughs> yeah. They take. But anyway that's what we I talk dig- about
1: i digress no you don't <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we talk about here on grills and hills mm-hmm. all right so you just listened to grills and hills podcast with your hosts Tracy lynn and rebecca Scott. subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play Stitcher, and spotify catch us on our next episode where we talk about more creative topics all right and you know what you guys i wish i said this earlier if you guys got a topics that you want us to talk about yeah send us those topics send us the questions you want us to answer you Mm -hmm. know what you gotta do um our email address is grillsandheels at gmail.com that is g-r-i-l-l-z-a-n-d-h-e-e-l-s at gmail.com grills and hills, send us um, questions send us anything you want us to talk about because we talk
0: about it all yes anything it could be about life issues it could be about relationships it could be about careers like we're career women so if you if you have questions man kick, kick us uh, a couple questions we'd love to hear from you guys alright thank you bye